Welcome to the Nativist Podcast, where we tap into our instinct and natural power to live intuitively. The ultimate goal is to leave the world healthier and more beautiful than we found it. It all starts on the individual level by cultivating our mind-body connection. Whether you're on a healing journey or just want to look and feel your best, I hope by the end you feel a little happier, a little more inspired, and a little more invested in yourself and the world. Please remember to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest episode of the Nativist Podcast. And today is a special episode, one that is needed and one in honor of this month, November. And I am here in spirit, (laughs) virtually with Effie Hernandez. And I'm thrilled to be talking about what we'll be talking about today. And welcome, Effie. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. I was so happy when you reached out and suggested this because you're like, yo, what are you doing to honor Native American Heritage Month? Yeah, I was so happy when you reached out. You're like, what are you going to do for it? Something does need to be done for it. And you're the person to talk to for it because you have so many good resources we're going to talk about. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. Again, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. My pleasure. Okay. Tell us about you. Tell us about Effie as much as you want to tell us. (laughs) So, um, isn't that, isn't that like the worst (laughs) question though, too? Every time I ask, it's one of the worst questions to be asked. (laughs) It's just like writing a paper about yourself. It's like, wow, I really don't like it. No, (laughs) I know. Okay. All right. Now, so um, hi, everyone. My name is Effie Hernandez. I'm actually a member of the Shoshone Bannock tribes um, of the Fort Hall Indian Reservation here in Idaho. And I currently um, work as a multicultural coordinator for a community college located in Idaho Falls. And, um, you know, I just thought that this would be a really great time to talk about options. Um, I work in higher education and it's that time for a lot of students to start looking at um, options for higher education, whether it's a community college, whether it's a four-year university. Um, We offer amazing options and so um, just getting the word out about that there's so many different possibilities for you to be successful. Um, And I'm really thankful that um, I can kind of be on here tonight to talk about my transition into higher education, how I got started, and now how I'm in this position to hopefully be a a role model for everybody to know that if I can do it, um, anyone can. (laughs) um, Role model for sure, yes. (laughs) And that is key, isn't it? Just to know options are available to you. Yeah. And I think, you know, some of us have a good idea. Some of us are just, we don't know. We're trying to figure it out. And I actually learned that from a presentation from one of my colleagues is, you know, he um, named it as the college success model. And it's just like, even though we're in higher education, we're going to school just like you, we're still trying to figure it out. And I'm like, you know, we know that deep down, but we don't really say it. Yes. <laughs> so oh, we're still just trying to figure it out with everybody. I'm in grad school and I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm almost 30 and I'm just like, okay. <laughs> so, really though. But really. yeah, but but what that doesn't mean you're by yourself figuring it out. There's a lot of Ooh. us who are, who are with you. <sighs> that right there doesn't mean that you're by yourself figuring it out. And that's the thing, whether it's in education or more broadly, just in adulthood in general, <laughs> just uh, learning how to be a functioning <laughs> adult human. 
I just turned 35 and yeah, it's a thing. And you're, you're like, surely there's going to be one day, you know, where it just, I'm going to feel like an adult and I'll, I've spoken to other people about this, so I'm pretty sure it's not just me. So you tell me if this relates to you too, but still like there are moments where I just feel like I really just kind of got thrown into being an adult human. I had wonderful parents and they set me up well. So it has nothing to do with them. It's just such a mental thing where it just feels like, oh my gosh, like I'm the adult, you know, I'm the adult in the situation mm-hmm. and I'm supposed to have all of this figured out. And so much of it is just winging it and riffing on the daily that <laughs> really, I don't think ever really arrive at that point where you're like, yes, my God, you have your moments where you're like, yeah, I have my act together and I've done some stuff and have some accomplishments behind my name but even still it's just like oh my gosh I feel like I'm so making all of this up on the fly (laughs) no I 100% agree with that and then I also have my moments where I talk to my mom and I'm like you know remember how when I was younger and I wanted to be an adult so bad can we like rewind that (laughs) (laughs) seriously like I love it but then I also there are times where I'm like oh okay it's fine (laughs) really yeah and I, I do Would You Rathers every Wednesday. And that's one that I keep coming back to personally is would you rather stay young? Because with that comes the innocence. And with for a lot of kids, I'll say for a lot of kids, unfortunately, not every kid it has, you know, the innocence and purity of their childhood. They have a lot of heaviness. But generally speaking, as a kid, you're just not privy to all of the heaviness really of adulthood yet, you know? You don't have the responsibilities, the obligations, and all of that that comes with it. But even still, I mean, you still have your problems that are problems to you when you're a kid. But when you're an adult, you have all of those obligations and you got to pay your bills and all of that. But freedom, you have freedom. That counts for a lot. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was done. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say that relates a lot to what we're talking about tonight is you're not alone. You, you have a, you have support systems. It's just knowing how to learn about them. Right. So how do we, um, what are our resources? And then, okay, so step one's out of the way. Now, what else is there? And I think, again, I think that's what um, really goes back to you're, you're not alone figuring it out. There's a lot of us who are still figuring it out. Yes, exactly. Okay, so let's talk about some of those resources. What do you got? What are some of the options? Yeah, so um, if it's okay, I'll start off with kind of going into how I got into higher education. And so um, because everyone has a story and everyone's story is going to be different, whether like you mentioned those hardship or whether it just came within our family. You know, I grew up, I'm a first generation student. So um, my mom, um, no one has a degree. And so I didn't read, didn't really talk about college. Like, yeah, the word got tossed around here and there, but we never really sat down and looked at what options I had. And it wasn't until I did a um, Native American um, program called Hoist with the University of Idaho. And that's helping orient Indigenous student and teachers. so students into STEM learning about how STEM works, but also tying in that cultural component with Native American students. So I got to go to the University of Idaho up in Moscow for six weeks for the summer. And I, excuse me, I loved it. It was Ooh. an amazing program. I got to live in the dorms. I got to eat campus food. I got to go to classes. So I actually got the experience of being a college student as a junior in high school. Um, 
so that was like okay that was my eye opening I can see myself going to school so I applied luckily they were like yes congratulations let's go <laughs> you got accepted nice. yeah um but but what else so perfect that's the first step um and I don't think students realize um you know it was $50 applying to colleges of your choice back uh this is going to date me but 10 years ago <laughs> so um <laughs> When I was going to school, it was $50 per application. So you wow. were the only one I really applied to because my mom was a single parent. Um, you know, it's just money was hard to come by. And yeah. um, so doing that, I got in and um, I found my center. So reaching out, knowing what you can do earlier on helps you kind of build those connections and helps you network. And again, everyone's going to work differently, right? My story is going to be completely different from yours. And so um, already meeting students who are going to start college with me with the Native American Student Center at University of Idaho. So already making those connections and then um, they're your support system. They're your family. And um, Whitney, as you know, from all of your um, hosts that you've had on your podcast, um, you know, us Native people, we're very family oriented. Um, Leaving home is hard. I think that's one of the biggest things that um, I feel um, us Native people have a hard time with sometimes. I can't speak for all. Some of it was, I'm leaving the res. I'm going to go and (laughs) do my thing and then come home. Or just some of us are like, you know, like for me, I didn't want to leave my grandpa. He was in his 80s Mm. or 70s, you know, and what if something happened? I would feel so guilty leaving. And, but they, but they're also your support system of encouraging you to go to pursue your dreams. So I also tell students when doing visits and I'm like, you know, you know, sometimes they say, don't be selfish, right? How many of us raise a hand? How many of us have been told don't be selfish when it's for your best interest. And when you feel like this is where you need to be, sometimes it's okay to be selfish. And I think um, that's also something that um, is important for everyone to know that if you feel like this is your path that you need, that you need to do, then pursue it, you know, Um, it's your life. Yeah. And so um, that's kind of just a snippet of my um, college career. And then once I graduated, um, University of Idaho was hiring and that's how I got into higher education. And being a student is one thing, but now working on the other spectrum as a professional, helping students get admitted or presenting about scholarships, um, the admissions process, things like that, you know, you start to learn more and more as time changes because as technology is changing, we need to, we need to grow with the times too. (laughs) So, um, so now students, I think the biggest resource I want to point out is it's now free to apply to any of the Idaho schools, unless they're private. So like college of Idaho or, you know, some of those private institutions, but you can apply anywhere, um, in Idaho. Actually, maybe that's that's different. I don't know. But I know that you can, there's no application fee for most Idaho schools. So let's just make that a point. (laughs) Um, Yes. So, and that's, that's been, we understand that's been some of the holdup for a lot of our students not wanting to go to college is because who wants to pay a $50 application fee? Um, So, um, so that's the one thing I want to really target for our students is apply to all the colleges you want in the state of Idaho. It's, it's there. And then we have um, scholarships. So 
target um, where it's Native American Heritage Month, there's so many scholarships available for Native American students. I'm uh, currently applying to a lot right now. <laughs> mm. So um, uh, this is going to sound silly, but again, technology is changing all the time. Um, TikTok. I found this lady who was posting about the Cobell Scholarship. So I started following their page on TikTok. And now I have an account created. I submitted some information that's required for your application to go on there and start applying for scholarships. There's another lady. She started posting like six different thing, websites about um, scholarships. So I'm like, dang, I didn't even know this. And I'm native. Like, how's this? <laughs> like, we just don't. But again, we just don't know what resources out there yeah. unless we look. And I think that's also one of the biggest holdups. We don't want to look like that takes time. Yeah, but yeah. but it helps because guess what? You're learning as you go. Then word spreads like wildfire. You start letting other people know who are looking for the same opportunities. Yes, and yeah, one of the reasons why it's so important that you're here to talk about all of this too and to get the word out. And it's such a tragedy when there are resources there, but people don't know about them. You know. Exactly. And I think a lot of students also don't know that they can apply earlier than just being a high school senior. Mm. There's scholarships as juniors, sophomores, even I was working with um, a colleague today. He's like, yeah, did you know there's scholarships for middle school students? And I'm like, what? Like even that young? (laughs) So um, you just, again, you just have to look and that's kind of part of my job as being um, a multicultural coordinator at the College of Eastern Idaho where I work. And so finding those resources. So making sure that students have opportunities to continue education because I think, and I can't speak for everybody, but my experience was how to pay for college. Can I even afford to go? Yes, yes. So that's always in the back of our minds, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Great, I'm going, so I applied to this college. Oh, I need to do my financial aid package. I need to fill out all these scholarships, but you know what? Once you do those three easy steps, it's great. That's less of a burden you have to put upon yourself and sometimes parents, right? Um, we don't want our parents to stress out about having to pay out of pocket or having to take out loans, right? Um, so it's just um, making that connection with someone, I think. And also to add on to those steps is who are you? Who's your connection? So Um, It can be me, it can be another admissions counselor, it can be um, an English teacher, it can be someone um, from your tribal community, right, that has all these other amazing resources that you can reach out to. Um, So it's just um, not being scared to ask questions, and I think that's another thing I present when I speak to students is please don't be scared to ask questions because yes. what if the question you ask is also someone else's question? Yes. And they're just as, um, I don't want to say scared, but they're just, they're unlikely to know. Right. And so yes. um, even today as grownups, sometimes we get intimidated by asking questions, but totally. how, do, how are we going to educate ourselves? <laughs> That's exactly it. And you're not expected to know everything. Even sometimes it feels like you are walking into a certain situation, an unfamiliar situation. You're like, oh, I'm probably way behind everybody else. Or they probably know the answer to this. Likely not. And like you said, there are certain questions that you're unlikely to know. But regardless, you're not supposed to have everything figured out. And you have answers to questions that other people have, you know? So could you, you imagine? Have answers to questions that others don't have. Yeah. 
Yeah. Could you imagine if all of us knew the answers to everything? I think the world would <gasps> be a boring place. <laughs> so boring. It would be so boring. So, so boring. And it would really impact our connection to each other. Gosh, because that's such a good connection point when you have an answer to something that somebody else doesn't have and vice versa. And that's you can share your knowledge and share, like build camaraderie and get fulfillment and all of that. And gosh, yeah. I mean, there's something to look forward to. I love learning. And yeah, like you said, it'd be so boring if we didn't, if we knew everything already. Game over. Like you said, yeah, it's a part of growth. Like you said, Mm -hmm. I 100% agree. Mm -hmm, For (laughs) sure. And I do want to go back to that point that you had said about family orientation and a reluctance to leave because of that. Because I I know personally, I mean, I'm not of the Native American indigenous culture, but I I feel that where you just are so family oriented or that's like your spot, you know, your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, you don't want to leave because let's say, like you said, you have a sick family member or whatever reason, or you feel like you're shirking your responsibility and you don't need to go running off somewhere else. But regardless of whatever you have going on at home, this is your life and you can't put it on hold. Mm -hmm. And more often than not, your loved ones would want you to honor your life by going out and living your life. Mm -hmm. And what a shame for you to not realize your full potential. They would want you to go on more than likely, you know, to go Mm -hmm. and spread your wings and broaden your horizons and live into all that you can live into instead of putting it on hold for them. Yeah. And I think too, um, when speaking to students, you know, if they don't want to leave, that's okay. What are your mm-hmm. options close to home? Mm-hmm. And I, and so um, having that support system while you're still here. And I think, again, it's having those conversations of, okay, who do I feel comfortable speaking with to help me in this situation? So if you don't feel like leaving, that is okay. We're not saying to, but look at your options that are here close to home. Oh my gosh. I love that you said that. I love that you said that because that's so important too. I mean, constantly, I feel like people define growth and success as leaving and going Mm -hmm. elsewhere. And in a lot of ways, yes, sure. But also, like you said, you don't have to, and you can be successful and there are still options and resources available. And not even to say there are still, because it's not even to diminish. I mean, you can still be very successful and that's why it's important to define your own success you know, and it's not just somebody else's definition of success where you need to go off and make millions and then come back or not come back or whatever. I mean, you get to decide what Mm -hmm. a fulfilled, successful life looks like to you. Exactly. It's important to know that there are options for whatever you choose to do. And I mean, you get to decide and it's just, it's sad when people kind of shut themselves off to options either because they don't know and, or they don't feel like that's for them or within their reach or a possibility Mm -hmm. for them. And like you're saying, I mean, gosh, yes, there are possibilities. There are so many resources or options. Yes. And I think that's one of the biggest things I learned in higher education is, you know what, now that times are changing, you don't, gosh, it's amazing how a lot of these technical certificates are being more acknowledged now in today's times than a bachelor's degree. I, I mean, like, I can't speak for other institutions, but, you know, um, 
the College of Eastern Idaho, um, <laughs> put them on the spot, is, you know, a lot of our certificates are very well um, looked at by uh, those who are looking for job opportunities. So we actually have companies and businesses sometimes reaching out to our faculty or to our campus saying, hey, we're hiring. Do you have anyone looking for a job? So, I mean, um, those certificates are even offered through um, our tribe here in Fort Hall for profession, uh, excuse me, professional development. And it's just like, how cool is that to get certified in another field? Um, yes. Some of us don't want to go. Some of us just don't want to go back to school, right? We don't want to mm. go there for a year or two. So let's get a certificate. So I think mm. a lot of individuals don't know that they can get certified in other um professional development options as well so okay school you don't want to do <laughs> that's great but let's learn on some hands-on certifications like let's get you certified so then what if an opportunity comes up within our tribal community that's hiring um or you know there's again there's just so many things there's so many conversations we can have <laughs> yes yes and possibilities and yeah, I mean, formal education, or yeah, sitting in a classroom in a traditional brick and mortar situation, sure, that's one route. That's not the only route there is for you. And if that doesn't sound like a good fit for you, don't go that route. Find another that fits you, fits your personality, your skill set, yeah. your desires, your dreams, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And those certifications are just as affordable. And our tribe, um, your tribal community can help you. They want you to learn professional development. They want you to pursue some interest that you have, right? Mm -hmm. So again, it's who you got to do that step. You, you have to be the one to make that call for yourself. And I think, but you also have others who can help support you. If you don't know who, then again, please don't hesitate to ask. Um, don't Don't be intimidated. Don't be thinking that, um, you know, just because we carry a degree or title doesn't make us better. I think that's another thing that I want to say too, is just because I have a bachelor's degree and a title, I mean, (laughs) that means, that means, yeah, okay. I went to college, but I'm just as equal as you are. We are all brothers and sisters. We're here to take care of each other and watch you all succeed. Yes. Yes. All here to take care of each other. And um, like you had said, like you're wanting to help people and you're rooting for people. And I mean, you're there to, you're here to offer value and help. And there are other people just like you who want you and listeners to succeed. And that's important to remember as people are pulling for you, they're wanting you to succeed and they're here to help you use them. (laughs) I also want to say, it just makes me laugh because um, sometimes we get asked interesting questions and I'm just like, you know, I don't know the answer, but let me find out because that's giving me a learning opportunity to know somewhere down the line, someone might have an answer to that question or already in fact does. And then, so, um, if I don't know, guess what, we're going to learn it together and we're going to figure it out together. Yeah. (laughs) Teamwork makes the dream work. (laughs) (laughs) So working with like different cultures and what are some of your personal experiences with relating to other cultures and like what do you see in your professional life and how do you navigate certain cultures yeah so you know um 
personally, with my current position, it's very new. Um, so we're growing that. And um, so College of Eastern Idaho, we were um, Eastern Idaho Technical College before that. And we never really tracked that information because there wasn't really a need, I want to say. Let's watch. They'll probably hear this and be like, uh, Effie, come on. <laughs> but, um, but, they, but we never, we didn't really track that information. But now coming to a community college setting where um, we're seeing more individuals come into our programs, then that's where we're like, okay, we're seeing everyone walk through these doors. Um, what do we need to do to meet their needs? So brainstorming ideas to make it inclusive, right? Um, so where we live, not only is there a huge Native American population, there's also a huge Hispanic population where we're at. Mm-hmm. So um, um, being able to sit down and first, um, I share my story. And I think that's one thing that I really like doing, especially with anyone who comes in and makes an appointment with me, whether they're any, um, any uh, group, honestly. Um, and it's just like, you know, what? I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself. And then that gets them an idea to say, okay, you know, she's, she's been through the struggle and hurdles. She understands the process. And then that makes them comfortable to tell me their story. Um, and I've heard it all. I've heard students who um, don't qualify for financial aid purposes because they're scared to share information. Um, I've had students tell me, you know, I just got out of the system and I'm looking for a life change. Um, I've had questions, is your campus safe? Um, Cause this is who I am and this is who I self-identify as. And it's just, mm-hmm. you hear it all, um, whether you're in higher education, whether you're in any job field, right? And so um, having those difficult conversations um, is hard sometimes, but also I feel like it opens up a door for them to feel like they have a safe space to go to. And I think that's what's really important about my job currently is creating that safe space to say, you know, I'm here. Um, if let me find the resources for you to feel, um, help, help you feel like this is your home away from home. And that's something I learned from university of Idaho, um, go vandals. <laughs> so yeah. they, they really made, they want you to feel like you're, you're at your home away from home, even though you, even though Fort Hall may be a 30, 40 minute drive from Idaho falls where we're located, you know, again, you're leaving your home, you're leaving your comfort space of what we kept talking about, right? Like family orientation, you're leaving that. So make sure that I have the resources to help you feel like you made the choice of feeling like this is going to be your family for the next year or two that you're here. So um, I want them to feel safe. I want them, I want everyone to feel like they have a place of belonging, whether you're a student, whether you're a faculty staff, whether you're a parent. Um, that's my biggest thing is creating that home away from home atmosphere. You are such a perfect person for the job. You can just feel your authenticity and just how much you genuinely mean that. And that can make all the difference. Just somebody can sense if they're in a safe space, you know? Mm-hmm. You can tell somebody all day, but you can sense with you, you are creating space and holding space for people. And I love the shift that we've kind of seen societally and even just culturally broadly, if you want to look at it that way, toward inclusivity and heightened awareness of the importance of it and of diversity and understanding that we need 
to be aware there are mm-hmm. different ways of living life and different ways of being and we need to include all of that and accommodate all of that and not even just acknowledge but actually do something about it and truly accommodate and do what we can for people to be able to participate and to feel seen and heard and respected and that's that's a big part and that can be a huge barrier of entry when people don't feel like they're seen or heard or respected or safe. And so for you to hold that space for them, that eliminates that barrier of entry. And then, gosh, that just invites so much more diversity, which leads to innovation, which which leads to diversity of thought and better solutions and growth and evolution and development and progress and all the good things. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. And especially with everything that's happening right now with the term diversity, right? So let's, let's kind of talk about that. You hear so many things, um, good or bad about the term. And, you know, you see, um, with everything going on right now, the last couple of years have been really hard. And Mm -hmm. so, um, shifting the perception of, okay, diversity, I mean, it sounds great, but what exactly is it? So, (laughs) and so everyone has their own, um, way of defining diversity. We all, you know, we all learn it from, um, some type of entity, you know, whether it be social media, whether it be from our family, whether it be from books, you know, there's so many different ways, um, people learn about diversity. And, um, but also I think it's important to, um, take that step back and again realize these conversations are going to happen. Um, are you going to be comfortable um, being able to have those conversations? And I think, um, especially in my in my current position, um, sometimes it's hard to have conversations um, with you know friends with colleagues because they have a different perspective. But just remember, it's a learning experience for both of you to kind of see what. It is that um, you're trying to learn and take away from that. And again, what what can we do to um, educate others if another conversation were to come up? And I think that's where I hope we continue to grow in that perspective, or excuse me, perspective of diversity is taking it piece by piece and learning about what it is exactly. Um, and again, there's going to be a lot of different meanings <laughs> to it. We all we all learn differently. If we were to learn the same, again, the world would be boring. <laughs> yes. So, um, yes. but I think just having those conversations to then help each other grow and to help each other learn. And I think that's, to me, that's where diversity lives. It's being educated on what I don't know. Um, even though I'm Native American, um, I don't know everything about every tribe that's here, you know. Um, and so, um, or my last name's Hernandez, but I'm not, um, I'm not really, I didn't really grow up in my Hispanic culture. So again, help me learn, um, educating me. And therefore, I'll bring that knowledge to help educate others. Okay, that made perfect (laughs) sense. And I'm just nodding here, sitting here thinking, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking when I was listening to you and wanting to highlight that point. And then you just spotlight it so beautifully that we're here to learn from each other. And it's not just educate others about your culture, yourself, or your way of doing things or whatever. It's also to be educated too. And that humility aspect of that, that curiosity and desire to learn and to grow 
is crucial because it's not just about, oh, well, I need to teach the world about this and this and this, and I'm going to teach them what's up. And it's also knowing that whatever situation you're in or approaching, you can learn too. And so it's not approaching situations and people with, I have the answers or they need to learn and they're, they're not woke or they're not understanding or they're ignorant (laughs) or, you know, I need to educate them. And it's not even, even people that you just wholeheartedly disagree with fundamentally still, you can learn from them and still might be little nuggets that you can extract. (laughs) Yeah. And so it's not always thinking you have it all figured out. Gosh, I'm humbled daily, you know, thinking, Oh yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Um, and then I love how you also emphasize the importance of digging into what diversity actually means, the definition of it. It's not just an abstract buzzword because we hear that, especially increasingly. And it's so easy to just throw that around and to signal and to virtual signal and to, to say it because it sounds good. And it sounds like the politically correct thing to do. And it seems great to frame things in terms of diversity and inclusion and all of that. But I love how you really emphasize defining it and especially personally defining it because there's diversity among the (laughs) definitions of diversity and different people have different levels of comfort with diversity and how much diversity they're comfortable with. And that's something you got to figure out for yourself, you know, and then challenge yourself ideally to be comfortable with more diversity and open your eyes and stay open-minded and open-hearted. And that's not always easy to do, but that's just part of the gig, I think, of being human, you know? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Well, I, gosh, everything that you say, I'm like, high five, high five. Yes. I love this. I love this. I love this. So any other resources that you want to touch on or spotlight? You know, I think I just want to encourage anyone who's listening or who we may um, know of um, who can use um, information is just please don't be scared to ask for help. And I think, again, we already talked about that earlier on, but um, we're all trying to figure it out. And I think, um, like I mentioned, I just started following a couple of people on TikTok because, hey, did you know that there's these Native American scholarships you can apply to? Check these out. And I'm like, whoa, I didn't even know that there's so many. Um, or just additional resources that um, are, are deeming a barrier to you right now. COVID has really taken a toll on a lot of people. And um, it's not fun. And it's it's been a hard couple of years as we're trying to learn and to adapt, right? And to try to kind of go back to what's normal, quote unquote, <laughs> you yeah, know, what's, yeah, what's yeah. normal nowadays. But yeah. I think um, just... Um, also that there are advocates out there, you know, we, there are a lot of us individuals who really just want to help you and watch you succeed. Um, whether it's again, getting a certification or whether it's your first job, whether it's your graduating high school, whether you're getting your GED, there's so many things that we can really put on the table. Um, we're here to make sure to give you those resources and to help you grow into the person that you want to be. And Mm-hmm. And again, it's okay to be selfish in times to where you feel like it's going to benefit you. And also, you never know, benefit your family. Um, a lot of us who do go, um, who leave, 
you know, I came home. I know a lot of a couple of other friends who have gone away to school and we're now back in our tribal community working for our people and helping grow their resources. And so don't be scared to leave if that's what you're wanting to do. If not, it's okay. There's resources close to home, whether it's, again, it's your um, college right down the street, whether it's a friend at a business, whether it's, again, your your family or anyone that you feel would be able to help you succeed. Um, you have endless opportunities. And I think um, just expressing that more and more and as I get emotional. <laughs> so, yeah, I hear um, you. Yes. So it's, you have so much endless opportunities to just grow into, again, the person you want to be and the role model for your, your, the younger generation, you know, what if you have sisters, you have little nieces and nephews, you know, um, sometimes you're role models to parents, to other family members, right? Like mm-hmm. I remember having a conversation with my mom saying, you know what, I thought about going back to school and I'm like, mom, why don't you do it? That's yeah. awesome. Yes. <laughs> so, um, it's just being, being that person, there's that, there's going to be that fire inside of you and you gotta, you got to be able to have that motivation to light that fire and to have that passion and to have you just blossom into this amazing person that you want to be. So, and I again, love how you keep saying, yeah. oh, sorry, <laughs> not to interrupt. I love how you keep saying the person you want to be that distinction that you want to be. That's important, you know, not just what people expect of you or you think other people expect of you. Decide for yourself. What do yeah. I want out of life? What do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Then, yeah, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out. It. Seriously. <laughs> it's evolving yeah. and changing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not static. That's you- dynamic. Yeah. Well, also just to add to that, not to make it even more, but you know, you're going to do, you're going to make decisions in life that, you know, that are going to be great and you know, there or maybe not. And it's going to be, it's going to have a life um, learning experience. And you know what, you're, you're going to gain people, you're going to lose people, but you Mm -hmm. know what, again, do what you feel is right and what you feel is needed to help you grow. Yes. And no matter what, no matter what you lose with those quote unquote yeah. failures or bad decisions, you're always going to gain knowledge. Yeah. Always. You will always gain knowledge because you'll figure things out and figure, okay, that doesn't work. <laughs> that was a bad idea. That was ill advice. And then you can learn and grow and add that. And speaking of adding knowledge, the more skills you acquire, the more knowledge you acquire, the more value you can give and contribute to your life, to your family's life, to your community's life, whether it's from home, whether it's from afar, whether you leave home and then come back and contribute, no matter what, the more you develop yourself and the more you step into your potential, the more value you can contribute to everybody else and elevate those around you and elevate yourself. And I mean, you don't have to do it from a college across the country, you can do it. Like you said, like from home, there are options too. It's just dialing in and figuring out what those are. Yeah. And it's not going to be an easy road. Right. Mm, and I think mm, that's mm. something that we should address too. Like we're making it sound all good, right? Like it's looking good, sounding good, <laughs> but um, it's not going to be an easy one. And, you know, um, but again, life is what happens when you're busy making plans is what my grandma says. Yeah. Wise woman. So- <laughs> And that's what, that's what makes you feel even more fulfilled and a higher sense of self-efficacy when you get dealt some blows and some curveballs or some obstacles, some challenges, 
and you overcome that, those, oh my gosh, that's where you feel fulfilled. That's where you feel like, yeah. And then it's just keeps building and you keep learning. Yeah, I can handle this. Yeah, I can handle this. I don't want a life that's devoid of obstacles and struggles. I mean, it sounds nice in theory, but it just feels (laughs) so hollow too. You know what I mean? Like you love when you just overcome something that you didn't think you could do, even if it's like making it to the end of your shift when you're exhausted and you're like, there's no way I can make it through like four more hours and you do it and you're like, damn, that was, yeah, feel pretty good. And so it's just little mini triumphs like that and little mini wins and stuff. And I mean, then once you start to frame your mindset like that, then those challenges are like, yeah, I can do this. I can handle this. It's one step at a time. And even if it feels daunting and intimidating at first or undoable, Mm -hmm. you can do it. And then that's when it really just starts keeping your lighting, your fire, and then keeping it lit. And then you just build on that momentum and you're like, yes, I can do this. I can do this. And then you feel even more able to take on the next challenge and the next one. And yeah, Yeah. like you said, it's not going to be just a, a cakewalk the whole way through, but do you really want it to be? Cause then it, it's not as meaningful when you get to the end and you're like, yeah, look what I overcame. Exactly. And I think it's just, again, being able to feel comfortable and having that conversation of, I have nowhere to start. What yeah. do I need to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't tell you how many students have come into my office and they're like, I have no idea what I want to do. And I'm like, listen, me too. Like, what's up? Like, can we, <laughs> let's exchange <laughs> numbers. Like, let's figure it out. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. if you find the right answer, if you find a genie in a bottle, like, let me know. Like, yeah. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Get in line. Yeah. I'd like, <laughs> love to meet that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I think oh, yeah. just another thing to just um, add me. To not only is it going to be tough, but um, there are times where you feel you're going to just feel all the feels. Let's just talk about that too, right? And your feelings are valid. And that's something I had to take very hard um, from a good friend of mine. Um, she's like, why are you always apologizing for how you feel? Your feelings are valid. So yes. also the way you feel is valid, but don't let it consume and control you to the to a part where it um, makes your path a little bit more complicated. We don't Mm -hmm. want that. Right. Mm -mm. I'm not saying don't have feelings, have all the feelings you want, cry Mm -mm. about it, be angry, scream, but just know at the end of the day, after you get through all that, okay, let's break it down. A, B, and C. What is my next step in completing this? So like, like we talked about this, this path is not going to be easy. It's going to be complicated, frustrated. There's going to be some tears. Maybe I've cried a few times. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, but again, also we are here. We're that support system. If you don't know, again, don't be scared to ask. And we are here for you. We are a community. We are, we are a nation. We are a tribe anything you want to call it. Um, we want you to succeed. So, um, you got this beautiful brick road ahead of you. Let's, let's figure it out together. I love that. It's a good note to end on. And I love that just that point to not be consumed by your feelings, fill them because they're crucial and they're elements of information and filling your feelings is a good way to release them and move on your way, but don't just stay there. Mm-hmm. And you can feel despair, you can feel frustration and anger and whatever else, but don't stay there. You got work to do, you got things to do, you got wins to win. Yeah. 
Yes. Well, thank you so much for you your time. You got that job to go get. You got that degree. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. All the way. And thank you. Thank you for sharing your time, your knowledge, your insight on all of this. This is important work that you're doing. Thank you so much. And um, I am just, again, I've had the pleasure. This is just so great to be able to talk to you and um, just help you continue the work that you're doing. Because again, I'm listening to your podcast have made me thank you. think about so many other things <laughs> that I'm like, wow, I've never saw it. Like, so thank you so much. And um, again, we're, um, if there's anything else that, um, we can do to help each other, to help our community, just please, um, don't, don't be hesitant to reach out. We're thank here. you. Oh, that means so much. Thank you. And, um, thank you for offering that, for coming on here to offer that value. And I will include your information and any relevant information in the show notes too, for people. Um, and you can check out my website for this episode, www.thenativist.net forward slash podcast. So that's an option too. We want to give you the resources. We want to make this as easy as possible. Effie is here. She can guide you or point you in the right direction or just help you even start to try to make sense of it all. Yes. Thank you for everybody for listening.